It's time for the Fantasy Points Podcast, brought to you by FantasyPoints.com. Top-level fantasy football and NFL betting analysis from every perspective and angle, from numbers to the film room, with a single goal to help you score more fantasy points. Here we go. Another edition of the Fantasy Points Podcast, Hanson's Hints. I am John Hanson, recording Thursday, September 1st, September morn, little Neil Diamond coming at you here, but it is draft weekend, basically. I think it's been watered down a little bit, but this is it, uh, Labor Day weekend, so we bring in Mr. C, Mr. Adam Kaplan, Mr. NFL Insider, to catch us up post-final uh, cuts. Mr. C, how are you, sir? I'm good, Mr. H. Yeah, H I'm good. I'm so I'm, boring, I've got, isn't it, H? I know. I've got, let me see. One tonight, so it's Thursday. So I've got one tonight at 8 o'clock, 8.05, actually, hmm. on the Superstation WTBS. No, it's 8.05 for the NFFC. The it's 8.35, sir, actually, on TBS. It's 8.35. No, no, but for pro wrestling, for you, for those of you who used to watch wrestling on TBS, it was like 8.05. Well, that's what they, their, their clock was. So I love that. Right, right. So I got one tonight, and then I got one... Let's see, Tuesday for the NFFC. We got the ACI tomorrow. <gasps> yeah, man. I got using your rankings exclusively. Exclusively. <laughs> yes. I, th- I thought you were going to say at fantasypoints.com. At fantasypoints.gov. Well, we're, we're certainly in rare form today. We're a little loopy because yeah. we've been working hard, but we, we pretty much have settled down here with some final rankings. And if you're not a subscriber to fantasypoints.com, it, it truly is ridiculous and absurd, but you could change all that. Use that promo code Hansen 22, save 10%. We implore you uh, to get up all up in there uh, because a wealth of information, getting a lot of compliments about how people are just learning so much about football and uh, just getting started, well, Mr. C, you know football, but your main gig is the NFL information. So let's try and quickly as we can uh, sure. go around the league. Let's go NFC, uh, Dallas Cowboys, anything jump out. We're looking at Jalen Tolbert, the rookie, starting week one. Yeah, this is my prediction to start training camp. I mean, that's what I'd heard that he should be the starter. Now, what does that mean? Does that mean he'll get 100% of the snaps? Uh, over Fajoko, we don't know that yet. Uh, they had a battle in camp. The, the guy who's more explosive won. That doesn't mean they won't play kind of split snaps. They'll, they'll figure that as they go along. Tolbert's a rookie. Fajoko, second-year player, didn't play much as a rookie. Uh, Michael Gallup will start working soon. He's not on PUP. That's a good thing. As he come back, uh, he's, he's come back on his ACL injury, he's, he's doing well. Uh, but the big thing is left tackle. Now, right now mm-hmm. – uh, Tyler Smith is her left tackle, and they're probably going to sign Jason Peters, all forty years old of him, yeah, uh, to to su- to supply some depth. But yeah, losing Tyron Smith before the season started does not make me feel good about their offense. Yeah, I don't know if you've talked to people around the league. I mean, you're you're NFC East heavy. Like, what what's the feeling? Because I I feel it's like teetering on catastrophe already. I, I wouldn't go that far. It's just because. Tyler Smith will be projecting the quarterback's blind side. And he's super raw. That's the word around the league is he's super raw. Really not. He's a guy that if you're going to draft in the first round, you didn't want him to play year one. That was the word. Uh, I know some yeah. teams have the third round grade on him. Greg Cosell does not believe he's ready to play left tackle. There you go. So 
you know, and by the way, he already he had already lost the left guard job to Connor McGovern. Yeah. So and their depth is absolutely destroyed. They have no depth. This is yeah. a problem. There's no question. It is an issue. It is an issue in uh, Philadelphia. Should be should we be drafting Kenneth Gainwell over Miles Sanders at this point? No, that's a little strong. Though no, though they're not. <laughs> The head coach, Nick Sirianni, would not guarantee Sanders is going to play week one. Uh, I find it hard to believe that. Well, remember two years ago, this is the downfall of Miles Sanders started with a preseason hammy. Yeah, well, his hamstrings, two years ago, he had a grade two uh, hamstring strain. And the way he's explained to me is if the game meant something, if it was like week 17, they had a win, he was definitely playing. But they were not going to push it. Now, this one, I have not heard it's that it's that concerning, but the fact that that this isn't even an issue, you got to keep an eye on this. Not that anyone's drafting Sanders anything to be then your flex option at this point. That's what he is. That's what he is. I think I'm going as far as I want Gainwell over Sanders. Oh, so so I was going to go there. That's where it's going. So Sanders to me is a flex option. So is Gainwell. Uh, Gainwell uh, to me is going to be their primary passing down back, two-minute, hurry up at the end of the half, mm-hmm. a specialty back. Now he did he did struggle a little bit after he came back from a hip injury. He was really bad. In fact, uh, he sort of got like he got demoted pretty much. Boston Scott over him, yeah, cert- for certain things. But the fact of the matter is, he was drafted for a reason. He's going to be their main passing down back. The question for Sanders is, okay, if that's the case, he's going to be primary first to second down back. What does that mean? Can he can he still catch the ball in first to second down? The answer is yes. And Hertz will check it down, but it does hurt in PPR leagues is upside. That does cap his upside, unfortunately. If you're not going to catch the ball in a PPR league and you don't score touchdowns, you're pretty much a flex option at best. And guess what, folks? That's what he is. And he's also not a very good short yardage guy on top yep. of the goal. That's why well and Scott were. Yeah. So well, Scott has, what, 31 touchdowns in his career? He He's the he's a giant killer. Yeah. Guy's a good football player, just not doesn't have the juice that Gamewell has. It's... It's a three-headed monster, by the way. It'll, they're all three of them will, will split the work. It'll be first time they're actually going to probably have a committee would be this season, unless unless Sanders could play himself out of it, but there's been no sign that he can do it. Yeah, my gut feeling is Gainwell is going to be a sneak, go down as a real sneaky 10th-round yeah. pick. <clears throat> I agree. It's a standalone value. Yes, you don't have to have Sanders. It's a good point, and we should make that point. And as we go through this, if – there are some other ones that I have my eye on, just as you set up standalone value running backs later in your draft. Washington Commanders um, just did a draft uh, today. Actually, uh, it was on the air, and um, I de- definitely considered Brian Robinson. I'm gonna call up when when he went, but um, what's the latest in your mind uh, on that situation with him and you know the backfield? I mean, they think he's going to be able to play this season. They just have no idea when. This is obviously it's unique. He's got two gunshot wounds at first have to heal. He's got to get off the crutches. They have to heal. He's got to get cleared for contact. It's another unique part about this. It's football. It's not basketball or baseball or hockey. So he's got to get through it. And they'll know later, you know, they'll, they'll know in a series of weeks when he'll get, at least get cleared to practice without contact and then contact. And that's kind of where it is. And Gibson's a lead back right now. And they'll They'll have to get through it. I mean, this is, you know, obviously it's not great. The, the, your your favorite term, vibes, about the worst of any running back in this preseason. And you make the best point of all, just because Brian Robinson is on the shelf doesn't mean that Gibson is now cured of his ills that yeah. put him in this precarious position to begin with. Yeah, and 
look, the hope is that at the very least he could stop fumbling, putting the ball on the ground. This has been a this has been a problem of his, even when he was terrific as a rookie, four point seven yards per carry, and why we, you and I were so ex- excited about him coming into last season. It wasn't bad, obviously, but he just didn't live up to quite what we thought he would be. But now he's in into a regression. The ball security thing, he has control over. The the lack of instincts for the position, there's nothing he can do about it. He's not a natural running back. And that's that's what I told you back in February when I asked about what happened to him, uh, according to team sources. It, it basically is just, it, you know, it's hard to make up for that when you've only played running back for one year in college and you were a receiver before that. It's just really hard to to make up for that lack of experience, and that's definitely showing. Well, we've been all in on uh, Jahan Dotson yeah, um, from day one. He's been so rolling. <laughs> so are they. I mean, the kid is unbelievable. Uh, Logan Thomas looks like he's going to actually contribute early in the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, look, as much as you and I love Dotson and how much they love him talking to Washington about him, the question will be, with Thomas coming back, McLaurin, McLaurin and, and Curtis Samuel, I know we're, we're not, we don't love the guy, but he's a very expensive slot receiver. It's $11.5 He's got to get the ball. McLaurin's going to get the ball. He got his extension. So you can't expect Dotson to be their number one pass target. That would not be fair. No, no. Number but two, though. We get, what do you got him for projections? I got I a mean, number in mind. Basically, the number two. No, uh, but number Let's yeah. take a look. Jahan Dotson. 61 grabs for right. 855. I got him for 55, 53 to 55 is my, I usually, I always give a catch rate, 53 to 55. It's somewhere going to be on three a game. Yeah, I, I think it'll I, be I over 60. Yeah. I mean, could he get, I mean, could, 51 is three, is three a game. Could he, there could be there big games at five and six. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's just, you got to get through. Carson Wentz, though, by the way, Wentz and Dotson apparently uh, are been they terrific. Won. May. Yeah, they were hooking I, up in I, May. Yeah, I, I was told that pretty much because Dotson, here's why McLaurin is a one side of the field player. I know it sounds crazy, but he is. And you're the only one that has really put this out. This is fascinating. Go, go ahead. Yeah. McLaurin is really prefers the exposition despite his lack of size. He just, what it is, it, it has less to do with that. It's more about it's it's more about just one side of the field that he's comfortable with, and that's just the way it is. Whereas Dotson is a pure Z; he can move everywhere and will play joker. everywhere. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, maybe some handoffs too. And Curtis Sam obviously can do that. So they've got an interesting group. Of those three receivers, they uh, do. Yeah, Diami Brown, we love. Who's talented? I think he guys. is good, Diami yeah. Brown, man. So. so Here's a little pro tip for you, and I knew this would happen, and I've been in two drafts so far. So let's say you're in a, a, a super flex or two-quarterback league, whatever you want to call it, and you're really struggling for your second quarterback. You're in, like, rounds 12 out of 16 or 10, 10 through 12, right? That area. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 16, Carson Wentz know. is on the radar because it's exactly. going to be ugly. Don't watch it, but the numbers right. will be there. Yeah, yeah. He's the next Aaron Brooks. You know, you, you he was QB 17 last yeah. year. Yeah, I know. I know. And that's on – low pass attempt numbers exactly they they hid the quarterback the last month plus yeah and well Jonathan taylor was great he put the team on his back like superman but to move this along here uh because of gibson struggles they're probably going to throw the ball more than they like i know scott turner and you know his dad and that power run game and all that but it's a ball control offense but you know what the defense still not that good i'm not buying yet in that defense and 
I don't know if they'll be able to run it well. And well, you got to move the football. So Wentz will have a, the temp number should be in the low 30s per game, which is you know a little bit above the league average, maybe around the league average. Or so, but I, I like Wentz as a backup. If if you're struggling, I think he'd be a good number two. Very cheap. That that is for sure. Almost a guaranteed return on investment there mm-hmm. for the Giants. You were there early in camp. They were yeah. just going gaga over Wandale. We love him. We both uh, talk with him pre-draft. Great kid. And everything else looks – look, Kadaris Tony. it's like we're monitoring him by the minute, this guy, in his health. Yeah. Hey, you got David Sillsman, huh? Yeah. For now, he did. Yeah, they've, yes, he did. they have seven receivers on the roster. But, yeah, look, it, when it comes down to it, Wondell Robinson, he's going to be a jack-of-all-trades. They'll use him as a running back. They'll use him in the slot. He, I don't know how much he could play on the outside because he's smaller. Now, we have to see about Sterling Shepard. We, we don't know how much he's going to be able to play early on because he's not. they took him off of PUP, so we have to see what he can do. And he's only a slot anyway. I think your uh, volume just went down a little bit. Uh, or maybe, it did? No, I think you're good now. My, my, my bad. Oh. Maybe it was just my headset. Go ahead. Uh, so we just don't know exactly how many touches, because I say touches because Robinson will run it. But if I'm, this is a guy that in, past the 10th round I am going to be targeting. Oh, yeah. The smart fantasy owner understands that you're the first, you know, this is a simple point, but you pointed it out. If you just look at Kadarius Tony and Galladay's injury history, one of the guys, one of every two or three games, probably one of these guys is going to be out. Right? Yeah. And Sterling Shepard has always been hurt. Yeah. So even if he's at worst, the, the, it, he fills in for one of those three guys, he's going to have value. And then if two of these guys are out, it's going to have a lot of value. I got him today in a draft online with Sirius XM hosts round 13. So, you know, nothing but upside there. Nothing. Yeah, exactly. Right. Past round 10. Yep. yep. But upside. Um, well, anything else going on with the job? I guess not. No, I, mean, I cannot believe And maybe they do it after week one. I know Brita, I told you, start training camp. Their plan was to go with Brita as, as the, the backup to Barkley. Yeah. But they didn't preclude them from adding him back after week one. So must they be Brightwell. They must like Brightwell. The Antonio Williams kid they like too. Um, uh, he's he's been he was with Buffalo, so they, they this group knows him. They're with him in Buffalo. But man, they they need a true backup. Brady's got a bad injury history. He's really only a change up in a third down back. Devontae Booker hurt. still out there. Who's that? Booker. Yeah, Devontae Booker. Yes, that that would be smart to me. So. I'd be very surprised if they didn't add it back after week one with size, by the way. In Chicago, going to the NFC North here, the Fantasy Points podcast, recording September 1st, right in front of Drafts Weekend, post-final cuts. Not a subscriber to the website. You got to get all up in there. Hanson22, use that promo code, save 10%. Chicago Bears. How about Justin Fields looking pretty good in the – finale i mean hey better than nothing yeah no he's getting better he's a young developing quarterback i just wish he had a better group of receivers to throw to but they have what they have they have our they have our guy mooney other than that it's just a it's going to be a pass target by committee but between eq st brown pringle dante pettis has a pulse he actually earned that spot he deserved to be on the football team yeah yeah he's got talent I know he's a finesse guy, and Valus Jones is there, who's a very old rookie at twenty-five years old, but he's got talent. But it's 
this is why you and I like Komet. I mean, I, I, I targeted Komet in two leagues. I got him in one. Someone's got to catch the ball other than Mooney, who, yeah. who's, who's a big target. Mm-hmm. They, they were in on MVS pretty early and pretty hard, but they, the money got too rich for them, so they backed out. They need someone to help Mooney out, and I don't know if EQ St. Brown could do it. Denzel Mims. It. Denzel Mims. Yeah, they didn't make that. Maybe they do. You know, look, you saw Rager get traded yesterday. You never know. But somebody needs to – they need to add another guy with size. So we'll see what happens. And and Rager moving there doesn't move the needle for you. I took two catches away from K.J. Osborne for what yeah, it's it worth. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It, he, he'll – um. oh, Sanders started working today at practice, by the way. Miles Sanders. Good. Uh, So – yeah, I, I would say when you look at this situation with the Bears, oh Vikings. Oh, I'm sorry. You want, oh okay. Yeah, I moved on to oh, the Vikings. Oh, you want to get the you want to get the Rager, and I'll get to him in a second. No, there's just one thing I want to touch oh, on. Oh, oh yeah. Standalone value alert. Khalil Herbert. Yeah, yeah. It, even if you're not a Montgomery owner, mm-hmm. Herbert's a guy late in your draft is absolutely draftable. He's going to have a role. It might be bigger than you think. Just let the situation play yeah, out. Yeah, Wait sure. a minimum of four games. If he's not getting at least eight touches a game, then go cut him. Then, I'll, then, then I'll know the staff doesn't get it. But if if he's getting double digit touches per game, absolutely do not cut him. And this guy could be a flex option. He is really gifted. Well, you know, Luke Getze, for what it's worth, comes over from Green Bay. They've had a dual backfield approach there for yeah, right, forever. Fair. Yeah. Well, this kid should have been on the field more last year. I don't I don't care if he was a rookie. He did a great job when he fell, fell in. I mean, yeah, it, it was only because of the injury that he got out there. And then all of a sudden, right. oh, wow, this guy's really good, guys. Hello. Right. 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 And then Montgomery comes back, and they go right back to Montgomery. Well, that's one of the reasons why they're no longer coaching. Uh, mm-hmm. Minnesota, we touched on. Yeah. Doesn't move the needle for Osborne. Really? Another yeah. weapon for Kirky, though. Yeah, look, he. Uh, when you look at their situation here, Thielen, Jefferson, Osborne. Osborne had a phenomenal training camp. They love this kid. Uh, Rager will be their fourth receiver. He'll probably return punts. No pressure on him. Uh, Madison was available. I thought, actually, when I knew Rager was leaving Monday to Philly, I thought Madison would be included in it, and he wasn't. Mm, wow. Because your guy, Ty Chandler. That that one floored me because Philly needed a, a four-minute back in the worst way, which just means a power back to handle carries when you have a big lead. So that that was surprising that they didn't get him. They just took draft picks, and uh, Irv Smith is you know Irv Smith's on the roster. He's going to be playing, and you know they have a very young offensive line. Finally, they're starting to get it right on the offensive line, and there's 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 an opportunity here. I like Kevin O'Connell as a play caller, from what I understand. Someone to work with him was very very complimentary. Mm, good, yeah, it's big big matchup guy. He he understands matchups, so I'm intrigued by this offense. Green Bay. Do you have any thoughts on D- A.J. Dillon? A lot of people are very interested in him. Mm-hmm. They're looking at, like, splitting this backfield up 50-50. I mean, it, they don't have any other running backs, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, they don't. Uh, it's, although they'll they'll have one on the practice squad to call up on game day. But, yeah, it's an interesting thing. So, Dillon, again, will be there. He's, he'll be their, their four-minute back. When they're leading, he'll be the guy to close the game. Jones will have the passing down stuff. Dillon will get a little bit more than he got last year in that area. You can't you can't draft Jones as your first back. I think we kind of all know that. I don't even if you're in the second round, I wouldn't want him as my first back. It's it's just the injury history. It's it's the frustration of having to deal with Dylan because he has not played to the level they thought. Let's call it like it is. Yeah, it shows flashes. If he ever plays like the, the second round pick they thought he would be, 
not saying he's taking Jones's job, but I'm just saying that he, his role could be a little bit bigger than we think. But you know, I know it's hard to predict, but that that's kind of in him. This is his third year. He needs to start doing it. Yeah, I was underwhelmed. I was a I was a big I was out in front on Dylan last year, like giving him love, and he did produce more than fine. But I was again underwhelmed. I didn't really count it as a as a win, even though it was big time. I mean, at my, the end, at the end, the numbers. If you you know you, but we play game by game most yeah. leagues, and it just was not. It he was, was hard not to trust. Enough. Yeah, I, I that was it. I just I was I had him in one of the seven leagues. I was in. It was very frustrating. He he was no he you was see it. You then know, he if you had to do game. it, if you just had to suck it up and start him every week, okay. No, but if you not. were going by the mat, it was tough. Of course, when it got cold, at the very least, he had that one game where Aaron Jones was out, right, in the playoffs, yeah. and he had two touchdowns. So yep. he did come through yep. there. Yep. Um, not much going on in Detroit. I, I think we're good. Now, what the hell happened to Jamar Jefferson? I thought he made the team. Um, um no. I told you, Craig. You asked me. I told you Craig Reynolds would beat him out. All right. Well, I could have sworn I thought he made the team. I guess not. No, wow. Oh. I played him. I well, there it is. So much for that one. We like Jamar Jefferson as a long shot guy, but Craig Reynolds is uh, very workmanlike. Well, Bloomsburg State, man. Bloomsburg. Yeah. Or Kutztown. 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 Andre yeah. Reed's school. Yep, yep. Andre Reed's alma mater. Yeah. Um. All right. We can move on to uh, the AFC South. Uh, Drake London's missed a lot of time in practice. NFC South. Yeah. Yeah. He, they they don't South. seem to. Yeah, they didn't. They just decided to hold him out. It's weird. He got hurt again. I think against Detroit in the first preseason game. It looked like an innocuous injury, like nothing, mm, anything. Wow. And, uh, but it turned out to be they're just they decided to hold him out. Maybe they're being very cautious. Yeah, because they've well, seen enough. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to pass. I was not. He was a guy in a dynasty league. I might want, but not in a redraft. They're just such a vanilla offense. And yeah, yeah. Not, for what it's off. worth, we had our guy Roddy White on. Yeah the radio show and you know run it up the flagpole with roddy and roddy said he saw drake london in practice and in camp multiple days uh consistently getting separation on the outside so he's got no nice. problem with his separation nice. abilities no well look he's a go after and get it kind of guy um the the, the issue that you have is the, unless they're behind him yes they'll be behind in some games because their defense probably won't be very good but they're just not – their whole thing is to not throw the football very much and w- win with ball control. It's an ugly – it's just an ugly offense, man. It's just you – know, they're going to want to – they're going to win if they win any games, like 16 to 13, that kind of thing. Are you with me that Tyler Algier in this backfield is getting 200 touches? Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's drafted for the scheme for power and ball control. And you saw how poorly Patterson closed last season. Oh, so bad. Yeah, exactly. Carolina Panthers, and you were there not that long ago, and you said, hit. "Yeah, <laughs> Baker was firing that football out there. He was great. He looked healthy. His chemistry wasn't just when I was there for two days in New England, or yeah, Foxborough. Apparently, they got great chemistry between Mayfield and DJ Moore from the very start. Yeah. Uh, so they traded for Chenault. They wanted a power, what they call a power slot. They more." Anderson, Marshall, or Finesse. They wanted someone with, with play strength, and that's what he'll do. Not that he has any value for fantasy, but it does help Baker. They think he will. And Hollywood Higgins is guys there, and Shai Smith is their other slot. So they are loaded. They're loaded with pass targets. It, Baker's another guy. If you, need a, if you need a quarterback, not a bad idea if you're struggling in a two-quarterback league. 
Oh, absolutely. No question. He's pissed. He's He wants revenge, and he's going to get it, probably. He's going to ball out. I mean, a former walk-on guy like that, that's the edge he needs, I think, um, and uh, wants to vow vengeance uh, right out of the gate. Um, the backfield quickly, Foreman or Hubbard, if you want to make, protect McCaffrey. I'm still uh, going for, Foreman. Foreman, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. For sure. All right, good. Uh, New Orleans Saints, not a team I'm high on. I don't have a great vibe. What do you do? You worry a little about Michael Thomas, or do you just chalk it up to a veteran uh, being cautious? What do you mean? With his time that, that he's missed here, pulled a hammy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm not. I, here's the thing, though. This is another team because if you're going to coach Jameis Winston, you have to know understand something. You cannot ask him to throw the ball a lot. You just can't. You're asking yeah. for trouble. As much as I believe in analytically coming out and throwing the football, that's kind of my background is is in numbers and understanding what wins in the National Football League. It's sure he's come out throwing. It's the volume of that you ask Winston. The more you ask him to throw, the more mistakes he makes. That he he forces throws. If you don't get behind the sticks, stay ahead of the down. Just they got Kamara looks great by the way. He's healthy. If you don't put the whole game on him, the, the offense has a chance to be productive because with Thomas, Olave, Landry, Callaway is a good player. I know you don't love the tight ends, but they, you know, they they have Juwan Johnson as an athlete. Troutman will be their their main guy, and Taysom Hill is going to play the same role he did before. No matter what's been reported, my understanding is he's still going to have the goal line stuff, and they can call mm-hmm. him in all they want, but they'll have packages for him. So there's enough there for Jameis to be another sneaky number two quarterback for you in a two quarterback league. But understand that if you're losing two points per interception or more, this is what you have to suffer through because there'll be games where they're, they're, that they're not, their defense isn't showing up, whatever the reason is. Yeah. Well, will they be? He was very efficient last year, touchdown wise. That's going to be oh, hard like, to that one game, the, the one where he had, what, 20, 20 passes and five touchdowns? Oh, he probably led. The NFL and like points per drop back last. Right, right. Well, I don't know how realistic that is, but normally you like your quarterback to throw 32 to 35 times per game. That's a sweet spot for a decent young quarterback. Mm -hmm. This guy forces so many throws that you hate to hide the quarterback because there's so much talent at receiver, but you don't want to put it all on him. If it's Drew Brees, go ahead, throw it 40 times a game. I'm good, but not this guy. Tampa Bay, seems like the vibes are getting better. You know, Brady's been sharp. Yeah. Receivers are on the mend. You, you still s- seem a little skeptical. I'm a little I am. Uh, I, I, I'm big on, you know, I study offensive lines because, you know, I've, I have a couple of friends who are coaches in the league, so I kind of know what they think of these situations when we, we discuss them. And uh, it does worry me the lack of depth that that, uh, that Tampa they, – they literally – Josh right, Wells. one more injury. Josh Wells is a journeyman. You don't want him playing. He's their top backup tackle. Or left tackle. Fred Johnson, I know they like him. They got him, I believe, from the Bengals uh, from a waiver claim. Uh, but, yeah, he's um, he's he's just okay. They don't have any depth. They, they can't afford to not to, to not have these guys playing. They're going to go with the two young kids, Gadecki and Hainsey. And, and you pray, no one else. I mean, they've lost, they're down four linemen from last year. You know, that's how bad it is. So they just got, you got to hang in there. They're, the receiver group's great. Bray will be their main catcher at tight end. And Darden's their shot play guy. I mean, it's, they, they got plenty of passing options. That, the, the pass target group's terrific. That Even without Gronk, it's still very good. It's, you worry about this line. Rashad White going to be a 
Very interesting pick this yep. year. Yep. Little yep. boomer bust, but I, I, I believe he's going to hold some standalone value quickly. Yeah, maybe yeah. at week one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know, but yeah, I, I don't know about that early, but. No, so if, I said maybe not week one, but maybe right. you know, by September's end. Wake me up when September ends. Yeah, I, he's a stash and hope guy. He's you just Fournette will eventually miss games. This is pretty much what's going to happen with him because of his his fluctuating weight. But um, though the the Bucks did tell me he came in at his normal weight, he does look um, good this summer. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see though. We'll see. Just because you're at a certain weight does not mean you're in great game shape. And it's always been about soft tissue with him. So keep an eye on that. I, I, I love White, though, in a dynasty. Like he's, he's a guy that is a building block. Really is, man. Throwback guy, you know. I mean, I feel like you could plop that guy right in 1988. No one would notice. Um, NFC West, Cardinals. I don't have much nothing, here. I got nothing uh, really. Zach Ertz has been down with a hammy. I guess he's not worried he about that. He should be going week one. That's a question, though. And well, Rondell. Um, if he, if Ertz is not ready week one, it would surprise me. Because um, a lot of what teams do now, when a guy's got a, a hamstring injury, which is not exactly totally minor, they just shut him down and get him to the regular season. Knowing how tough Zach is, if he can't play week one, it means that this, the hamstring injury was pretty significant. Yeah. All right. Moving on here at the Fantasy Points podcast. I'm John Hansen. He's Adam Kaplan, NFL Insider. Uh, some uh, dishing out some good nugs here uh, on uh, se- September 1st, leading up into Labor Day weekend, big draft weekend. Hansen 22. Once again, we implore you if you're not a subscriber, you got to get all up in there. And the DFS optimizer is kicking ass already. It's um, raring to go, ready to rock and roll. All the great stuff, great content, matchup stuff, data stuff. It's going to be amazing. Uh, fantasypoints.com. All right. Um, Niners, once again, backfield in flux, but now it's down to Mitchell, Wilson, Ty Davis-Price, and then the <coughs> undrafted Jordan Mason out of Georgia Tech. Mason was there. They they knew it. Once the word got out, they couldn't, they couldn't sneak into the practice squad because he'd have to go through waivers first. So, yeah, that's why they kept him, and they cut Sermon. And Davis Price was the guy that I thought would beat him out. And then it was weird. Sermon was on the roster, and then they added another player, so he was off the roster. Uh, look, Wilson, Wilson's got some size. They like him. He's been there since 18. The long-term handcuff for Mitchell will be Davis Price, though. That uh, it's, He's a really good fit for their scheme. He had a good camp. They like him. Mitchell, you know, he's not built to be a starter. He's built to be in a committee. I'm interested to see what that that ball, the ball distribution will be for that backfield. Yeah. Trey Sermon did did not land on the practice squad either. By the way, was he claimed? I no, what, no I, I don't think he was claimed, but he's not on the Niner practice squad. That's crazy. So. If they didn't, well, you could still do it. It's not like there's some kind of rule you can't add him there. But that's surprising he wasn't added. Seattle, pretty quiet here. Uh, Ken Walker. I'm avoiding that backfield. To be honest, even with you. Walker, huh? I, for not in a dynasty, I love him in a dynasty. But just for this season, he's coming off groin surgery. Be careful with what Pete Carroll says about he's one of these mo- super optimistic coaches. Uh, true. What he says publicly is not reflective of the reality sometimes. I mean, you're talking season, whole season in jeopardy in terms of like having a nice rookie year. Like this, this is a real no, problem. But I'm just, I'm just a guy groin surgery. He's a rookie. He's missed too much. He's missed a lot of time. This worries me. This is, yeah, right. You know, when yeah, a guy comes right. back in four to six weeks, it doesn't even mean it's healed. 
It's like yeah. you, you're going to be sore when you come back. I've talked to players who have had this. It's, it's done here near the Eagles complex, by the way, from Dr. William Myers, who's terrific. But you're going to have a degree of soreness. It's never good when a rookie who's supposed to have a good role misses all or most. Or right. Most sure. But still, ninth, tenth round. Yeah. He would, he's probably a later in the season. Second I, half of the year. Yeah, exactly. But I'm just saying I'm not. This is one where I'm not. I'm ignoring them for the first half. L.A. Rams, you were at the, you've seen the Rams this summer. Yeah. You thought um, from everything you saw and heard, Cam Akers looked good. But then, you know, a couple of injuries pop up here. Yeah, this Kyron Williams kid is someone, someone we didn't really talk about. Is someone out of Notre Dame to keep an eye on because we know about Henderson's significant injury history. That that probably won't stop based on his, his history, first three years. And Cam looked terrific, they said, coming back. He looked normal, but he's got to be able to show he can play through injury. He's another guy that I'm, I'm, I've, I've avoided in two drafts that I probably would not draft unless he's unbelievable value. I just don't have a good feeling about him. Yeah, me either. Me either. I don't. It's a tough, tough call. And, and hey, when hey. when it's a tough call, you probably better just yep. avoid. Dynasty League alert. Strictly for weight. It won't help you in the next two years, which most people say, ah, forget it then. This Lance McCutcheon's a real thing. This is not a fluke. They just did a tremendous job of scouting. They're, I know the coaches are working with him. He's a really good kid. Number 82 made the roster. He led the NFL in receiving in the, in the preseason. It could be like their new Josh Reynolds. Um, Probably better. He runs better, number one. To, he's pretty fluid. He just he's I, I don't know the total background. I know he went to Montana State, so and maybe he didn't have good numbers. I have to look it up. And he was under he wasn't drafted for a reason. But if you're looking for someone, your last pick of your draft, it was your rookie draft. draft. Rookie draft, yeah. Yeah, right, exactly. R- rookie draft. He would be got to take because they're 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 gonna Robinson, they're stuck by contract through twenty four. No, through 23. This is 22, duh. 22, 23. So they could, he could be gone, and then he could be the X receiver. This is if everything worked out right. Right now, he's just yeah. barely on the they're, roster. They're thin. They don't have any up-and-comers. No, Tutu's just that was, that was a miss. That's that was a bad pick. Yeah. Over in the AFC West here, Fantasy Points Podcast, along with Adam Kaplan, with John Hanson, me. Uh, Denver Broncos, pretty quiet. Yeah. Russell Wilson gets an extension. Yep. Yep. He's locked in. Sutton looks great. He looks so good. I got sniped both drafts. He was always my favorite, you know, for the the, the multi ligament injury. He's back to normal, explosive, long, goes and gets it. He's he's what Kenny Galladay should have been. Yeah, and I think Sutton's going to be way better than him if he could stay healthy with, with Wilson's ability to throw the ball downfield. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm all in on him. Yeah, yeah. we've certainly been. Um, of that opinion from day one that it would be Sutton over Judy, but I, I've actually warmed up to Judy uh, the Tim Patrick injury certainly helped and weird vibes with Albert O and Eric Dulcich uh, or Greg Dulcich on uh, the IR for four weeks. So moving on, nothing else going on there. KC. Well, how, what do you think of this backfield now that Ronald Jones made the team? I, I think that's huge for Pacheco uh, truthers. Ah, uh. It, it's, I think you and I are seeing this the same way. It's one thing to say, okay, I'm looking for a, a handcuff for CEH. It's not set who's going to be the handcuff. They're all, if in, in, a, in the in game handcuff without any injury, it'll be a rotation. If CEH gets hurt, they, if they trust them, it could be Pacheco number one, but 
Jones would be involved. McKinnon can't get a lot of work because of his injury history. The, the one knee is, is pretty mm-hmm. bad. If you look at his history, he's, he's still able to play, but you can't play him a lot. Right. But you got to – the key about fantasy is having realistic expectations. It's Juju in the fourth, which makes no sense. We'll, we'll see what that looks like this season. Having think Pacheco going, did did you say he went in the seventh round one year draft? Eighth round, he went one pick in front of Ceh in a high stakes draft. I did late August. There were a couple crazy picks, like like James Conner going in the third over. I gave you that list of players he was being drafted over, which I thought was kind of nuts. I just don't see it with Pacheco to draft him in the upper half. I don't think he's any good. Well, he's got some talent, and I know that there's some knocks on him from college tape from Rutgers. I was told, but. If you draft him in the upper half of your draft, that means you think he could start for you or he'd be your flex option. I I, I don't know where you're getting that. I don't think he has got that. the very good run instincts, natural abilities, things that's like that. That's the stuff I was trying to, you know, I told you when you asked. Yeah, you know, I, know, I, I said, That's what I was told in a scouting report. So I don't know. People people go crazy because of the Chiefs offense. They have overhyped everyone, not named Tyree Kill over the last few years, and they've all been wrong. So, but you know what? I hope people keep sleeping on Sky Moore. Just be patient. That's all I'm telling you. He's a rookie. Be patient, but it'll pay off later in the season. Yeah, we're all in, and we're all out on Juju. We could give a damn about me, Cole. Um, could happen. Probably not. And then MVS, I'm agnostic on. Yeah. I could I'm see him having a role and making some plays for sure. Moving it's on. It. Yep. Uh, Raiders. Now, this Waller thing, was that all it was? I'm still weirded out by it. What do you mean? Well, was it was it basically a holdout, or did he really was he really down with a hamstring? It, I I don't know. It seemed like a hold in, hold in, yeah, yeah. And he changed agents. He's still known as third agent. He hold he's over. Get a new, yeah, he'll get a new deal. I wouldn't worry about that. Uh, but what about there? a summer of uh, not exactly intense workouts? Yeah, I mean he's thirty. I mean I'm not targeting him, but if he's available in a certain round and I need to, end, I probably would add him. I mean, he, he's not – there's certain tight ends when they turn 30, you go, you know what, the guy's still getting the job done. I'll, I'll draft him where mm-hmm. he should be drafted. It's just with Waller, he, he was hurt badly last year. He was obviously a disappointment for most people. And, yeah, he had a quiet camp, and he, he's on – Drew Rosenhouse gets the deals done, so I'm sure he'll get the deal done for Waller. But, uh, look, it's going to go through Adams. He'll be the top pass target. Now, two could wind up being Renfro over Waller. Waller would be three. That's pretty much pretty much it. Zamir White going to get play like right out of the gate? Yeah, I, I would say yeah. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, you're not going to give Bolden the number two job, and Dool is a change up, some third down. Yeah, man. He's... Jacobs is healthy, and he's a lead back. He fits. They like their lead back to have a lot of volume, and Josh Jacobs is that guy. I'm, I'm Not that I will draft him. I, I'm – um, he's a guy I'm wary of just because of yeah. his injury history. He doesn't, he doesn't recover. Like he, he's pretty, he gets bruised up pretty easily. Yep. Yeah. Not so, for me. He's not for me, but he does have a chance. If you're struggling for running back and, you know, fifth round, if that's, I don't know where he's going, but yeah, right there. You know, if that's what you need, he'll get your volume. Yeah, certainly would. Could, could get the touchdowns. He, he's had a couple of good touchdown years. Uh, uh, ADP of 75. Okay. In the sixth round. Moving on here, Fantasy Points Podcast, AFC West, the Chargers. 
Pretty quiet here, although uh, the addition of Sony Michelle is a buzzkill for Isaiah Spiller. Man. Yeah, well, it didn't hit. It's because of Spiller getting hurt and not. He didn't do anything in training camp, so he got hurt too. Yeah, so Michelle, Michelle, if it all works out, and he he's not guaranteed to be on the team this like you know all season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. depends how he does. Yeah, but they badly need a they need a four minute back when they're up. They need a power back they could trust. Now he'll have to learn the offense. It's you know Joe Lombardi's version of Sean Payton's offense. He'll have to learn terminology and everything else. But the fact I bet that you there's a correlation uh, to well, New England there. Um, maybe it's not, it's a non-traditional offense. It's it's a blend offense, which we call combination of West Coast and North Turner system. A little, little Parcelsian. Uh, well, it it it's really the, the Earhart. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a blend of a bunch of systems. So the fact of the matter is, though, they wanted a power back they could trust, and this could be that guy. Let's go over to the AFC South and uh, Houston uh, finally happening. Uh, Damian Pierce sitting there, 11th round pick in, you know, April, May, June, yeah. July. And now he's like people taking him in the sixth. It, it, it might get out of control. Like, I know. I mean, look, he won the job, as I was told, two weeks ago. It was over. They made the decision. They just happened to cut Mac now. It's the timing was, didn't have anything to do with him winning the job. P- Pierce was dominant in training camp. It wasn't just the, the play, the preseason. He has a very unique running style. He clearly is their best back. They could have had seven backs on the roster. He was going to win the job. That's kind of the way they look at it. He was just better than they expected. And they think he. this is important because they're going to be a run-first offense under Lovey. This is what he wants. They believe he could grind carries out. And that, That's ooh, big. Yeah. So Now, does that mean 13 a game, 17 a game? He is a rookie. They have to get there first. But as someone told me, we think he could grind carries. That's I'm like, all right, I like that phrase. I'm going to use that. Thank you. I mean, that's uh, now we're talking thousand yard mm. potential. Well, as long as he does his job, I mean, he's got to play. He look, he he couldn't look any better than he did in the preseason. He was so fun to. I don't, folks, if you haven't watched him, he's got a very unique running style, great energy and urgency. That's exactly the words I use when I did a show in in Mobile, watching him in practice. Okay. Yeah, I love watching them. So, yeah. energy, uh, urgency, burst, uh, juice, sauce. Yeah. You know, he's not he's not fast by any. He's definitely not right. fast, but right. he's Pop. one of these unique. He he's runs low to the ground, and his his second his second level vision is pretty pretty something special. I saw and a little Frankie Gore in him. He's got a little of that vision like Gore had back in the day. But the, look, it's preseason. Take it for what it is. Feel good about it. Don't start thinking he's a top 10 fantasy back. I'm not going there. <laughs> Don't misunderstand. I love watching the kid play, but I'm not going to overhype the guy. I'm just going to – I got him in our Fantasy Points Dynasty League. Feel good about that. Uh, Graham, uh, Graham Barfield offered me a pretty good trade. I'll have to tell him. I got some bad trades from offers before, but this was actually really good. I'm just not doing it. <laughs> I'm I'm a I'm a I was a fan and his his run his run after the contact's really good. Now nah, I'm not trading. Good pass pro, very scrappy and pass yeah. pro. Now I hope we don't get the annoying Rex Burkhead goal line stuff. Oh, we will. Oh, we will. You know, you know it's coming, right? Oh, it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. In but, Indianapolis, uh, yeah. not a lot going on here. Mo Ali Cox is you know probably a little bit more entrenched, but I still don't trust it. Alec Pierce is. 
I guess, in with uh, Campbell, Paris Campbell. Good vibes mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. They are still thin, though. So it's boring. It's it's very boring right now in it, Indy, it, but we it, know what's going to happen. Taylor and Pittman, and then we'll see what else. And then check downs for Hines. Yes, he will get – I promise you, he will get check downs. He's oh, yeah. not – we told you last summer, don't – I said don't believe that Hines is going to get a lot of catches because Wentz doesn't like checking it down. That happened, unfortunately. That's why we didn't even mention McKissick, by the way, even though he's probably going to get you know helped by this Robinson A little bit. Situation. Well, I know they told me – privately that they think that won't happen that Wentz is bought in to checking it down he's yeah. never done that before but okay oh, in year six so we're seven we're yeah right 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 you're seven but here Heinz and I love what Frank uh, Frank Reich said he said uh in OTAs I don't play fantasy football but yeah. I would draft him Heinz because he's going to catch the ball yep we were on that in like uh March yeah. uh Jacksonville now in the draft I did today on the air I got pinched a little bit I had the fourth pick 12-teamer came back. I was hoping for Javante. I had to go ETN. Was that a little too early for ETN? Wait, oh, I second round, so it was like pick... Oh, uh, second and... Ooh, second 19? round. Yeah, huh? Pick 20? Well, was he your first back? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, well, you know what? Here's the thing about ETN. Everything that they're doing matches what he wants, his skill set. They're, they're, they're a spread West Coast. Doug Peterson's going back to the 16 and 17 offense when they were pure three receivers all the time. The Joneses and Kirk. Single back, ETN. He's their lead back. When Robinson gets in good enough shape, he'll he'll he could be their four minute back if they get a lead, you know, if they ever get one. Snoop Connor will be the two for now until they know what to do with they just don't know how much Robinson and, and by, by the way, they also have to to Michael Hasty off waivers. Uh but Etienne is so gifted, so gifted, and he's going to be split out. I mean, would it shock you if he caught 70 passes or more? No, and we just talked with uh, Michael Duraco, who's at practice every day, and he said you can't even tell he was seriously injured. I know. No, I told you. He was running in February, man. He looks great. I I saw him the day I was there. I saw D-Rock, and uh, Etienne put a show that day. And to further tell you what type of offense it is, Evan Ingram's their 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 slot tight end. They're a spread offense, man. This is they're back to Philly in sixteen and seventeen. So I took them with the fourth, the last pick in round two. Right after that, Chubb and then James Conner went. Mm. So and then like seven picks later, Zeke went. Then then no running backs went for two rounds or mm. a round at least. So I had to. And that's what happens. See, that's the, this is there's a penalty you pay if you go with the receiver in the first round. If you're picking the first five, let's say you take Jefferson. Feeling great about yourself. You get the third pick overall. If you go with a receiver at third or fourth overall, let's say you take you, you have Chase at four. You always got to think, what's who's the running back I'm getting? Now, ETN is not playing the NFL yet in a regular season game. I'm I'm pretty bullish on him. Super high end second back. I just don't know how many touchdowns he'll score. But if you're in one point per, per PPR scoring, if you're struggling like John was, I got no problem as your first back. I, I'll live with it. I'll just live with it. So the question was in that, by the way, would I have been better off going with like, let's say, Dalvin Cook and Debo, or Ooh, I love that. And ETN? Yeah, I know, I know. Well, I made the decision to go Jefferson. So, okay. well, the only problem with Debo is because of Lance's inaccuracy. You're going to yeah. have to. That's something you're just all going to have to live with. Is there? 
whether you have Ayuk as well, there are going to be games where he's just off, and, and you're like, why did I play these guys today? It's just it's going to happen. How about Jalen Waddle, by the way? I got him in the fifth it's round. Call. Like I, I was talking to a friend of mine who is a high-stakes fantasy player yesterday, and he asked me for my sleepers, and I said, you know, you can't call Waddle a sleeper. In fact, no one's talking about him, although he's going, you know, he's going, what, fifth round or something, third or fifth round? I mean, and I think, he, yeah, he's going like late third, early fourth, but I yeah. got him in the fifth. Yeah, so third to fifth. But you know, he has an injury. It's going through Waddle. It's going through Hill. won't go through Waddle anymore. I'm just hoping, I'm just hoping no one, because I got at least three more drafts, so I'm hoping people just let him fall to me in the fifth. Whereas if he... If Hill wasn't there, I would draft him as my first receiver. I'm definitely not doing oh, that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. You know, I had to yell at, at Mike McDaniel at the combine about pumping him up for fantasy. Freaked him out a little bit. And then they went ahead and traded for Tyreek. And did he introduce little... himself as, hey, I'm Mike McDaniel. Who are you? Yeah, he did. Yep. Yep. I love that. Uh, he he surmised that I was in the fantasy business because I said if you keep telling people who to draft, you're gonna I'm gonna be out of a job here, sir. Uh-huh. Uh, very very nice guy though. Uh, moving on. Well, I think we can move on from the Jacks for sure. Uh, Tennessee. Well, the summer trail in Burks. He scored in that finale, but he's I mean, coming you on. Scored he, on he, that. Yeah, he he's he missed a lot. Yes, you know he missed a lot of the off season. Wasn't practicing. Is it asthma? They feel he's got a basic idea of the of the offense. He's getting better with it. Now they're going to go with him as a backup. Um, Westbrook, Akina, and Woods are your starters. Burks will be the first guy in on the outside. Phillips, uh, slot. Racy McMath is their shot play guy. Love that name. Yeah, Racy yeah. McMath. I've never known a McMath. McBath, but not McMath. Yeah, yeah. My son uh, is a, a math tutor. You should you should go. That's uh, <laughs> right. Change his name from. Hanson to McMath. So they got a bunch of offensive line changes. Aaron Brewer will be first a full-time starter at left guard. Petit Ferrari will start over Radens. And um, Malik Willis, they made this decision about a week ago. He'd be the number two, and they're just going to let him learn on the job. You saw he did some good things the last game. Doesn't mean he's not super raw. Doesn't quite know what he's doing yet, but he's got a lot of tools. And... um. Yeah, they they Haskins. Here's a little nugget for you. If Henry couldn't play, Haskins, not Hilliard, would be the third down back. A little nugget for you. You mean the early down back? Well, passing down for sure. Really? Yeah, Haskins is a really good pass protector, which I didn't know until a week ago. That's great dude. Uh, I I interviewed him pre-draft. Great guy. Okay. Um, Now, now you'll see in game that Hilliard would be the changeup. Hilliard. If if no one gets hurt, Hilliard probably will. In fact, I'm sure he'll get more work than Haskins. But if Henry gets hurt, Haskins will be the guy to get of the two. Let's go Long to the AFC North, Baltimore, J.K. Dobbins. Uh, I hope J.K. stands for just kidding because he's now attacking uh, fantasy people on Twitter. Why? I guess somebody hmm. speculated uh, in a video of him doing a drill that he, he came up with a limp. Oh. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he joined a gang, but um, what do you think here with JK? Well, I, I am not feeling it. I haven't drafted him and I probably won't. Cause I, I don't, what I don't do, and this has been sort of like the key to success. And when I, when my teams do well, when I don't feel well, good about a player, I just don't draft him. Look, if he's in there in the eighth round, okay, I'll draft him. But if I don't have a good feeling for him and where his ADP is, I'm just not going to draft him. Let someone else deal with that headache. Great. If he does well, okay, good for you. Proud of you. I don't want any questions. I just, it's as few questions. You can't look when you get past the third round, they're questions. I get it. 
but yeah. I want to eliminate as many of, as I get, I have, and I don't have a feeling for Dobbins at all. Especially with the Drake now in the mix. Yeah. All, all he does is add questions. He's any, a fantasy annoyance. Yes. Cincinnati Bengals, they're very quiet. They they do add Devin Asiasi, yeah. who has some talent. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad tight end, too. Long-term project guy, but didn't make it in New England. Yeah, well, he shouldn't have been. They, remember, they drafted two tight ends in the, in the third round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Years ago. That was a mistake. I thought Asiasi was a pretty good prospect. Though. He's not bad. He's a he's decent athlete, but anyway... There's really not, you know, you got a bunch of offensive line changes, four from last season. The only guy who's back as a starter is Jonah Williams. He's a good player. No, uh, we're good. P, we, you know, we can P, move on. Yeah. You know, Pete Ryan would be the handcuff. There's really not much to talk about. Oh, right. That is a good point because Chris Evans is still kind of this tweener guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cleveland Browns, they, um, they, they kept uh, five backs here. Felton. Well, Ford. yeah. Felton's sort of a jack-of-all-trades back. Ford had the great preseason, so they're not going to cut him. Dearness is on a one-year deal. Hunt's on the final year of his deal, and Chubb is the guy. So after this season, Johnson could be gone. Hunt could be gone. Fel- Felton doesn't factor in. So Ford, in the Dynasty League, he might have some value because you know what Chubb's injury history? I, for, he's another guy who's absolutely super jacked up but built and gets yeah. hurt. You're right. Love the You're talent. Right. Yep. But he gets hurt a lot. We don't like the jacked up dudes. We just don't. Uh, Mark Cooper going all to get a lot of, of them, By the way, all f- Chubb, McCaffrey, and Barkley are all the jacked up dudes, and they've all been hurt. All been hurt. Now, you wouldn't call Javante jacked up. No, he's just yeah. compact. No. He's jacked up in a Barry Sanders way. He's a compact guy. He's not a jacked up guy. No. Yep. Uh, Mark That's Cooper going to get a lot of targets. Uh, oh, yeah. DPJ is okay. He'll be the main guy as the X on the outside. Cooper's your Z. Bell Joku is going to be very involved. Well, he's a he's a block. He's their three down tight end because he blocks. Yep. You know that they don't have the the good thing is if you're someone else has got to catch the ball other than Cooper, so someone will do that. In Pittsburgh, I'm going with week three for Kenny Pickett. They've yep. got, I think it's Cincinnati and Tampa. I'll go for week five or six, but uh. Pretty good vibes here for Kenny Pickett, just just as we thought yeah, yep. he would be. This yep. is who we yep. thought he was. I didn't get it right. I I I predicted back in May that Pickett would be Trubisky out. It was close. Mm-hmm. He actually closed the gap where he was to start training camp. He was a distance th- three. Yeah, he was. And then he just was so accurate and started to get because he was too conservative to start training camp. Then he got very aggressive throwing it, and it started showing. And how about our guy George Pickens? Uh, How about Jerry Dulac of yeah. the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette? Yeah. Guy's been around decades. Tells me and Adam on SiriusXM the other day that Pickens, I don't even know if he isolated receiver. I think he may have met any position, but even if it was just receiver, it's still impressive. George Pickens may be the most impressive physical specimen that he's seen in Steeler camp ever. I mean, he just raved, and Jerry is, you know, these guys are. He's not a raver. Grizzled a beat reporter. He does golf too. And he was like, I mean, I've not heard him or Ed Bouchette for that matter, come on our show over the 19 years and speak so glowingly about a receiver. So uh, yeah, look, the great thing is they have a ton of pass targets. Uh, Deontay Pickens, Claypool, say what you want about him. He's a big pass target. Uh, Calvin Austin, who's explosive. Frymouth. They're great with pass targets. Their offensive line is not very good. It's below average. It's serviceable enough. Both quarterbacks are athletic. I'm okay with it. Uh, Jalen Warren is not the handcuff for me. 
Mm. If I only had one back to get for the handcuff for Harris. I want Warren because why? He's got some juice. Oh, good. I Actually, thought you were going to go the other way with that. No, he can catch the football too. Oh, yeah. Yep. Caught like 25 balls there his last year in college. Over in the AFC East in Buffalo. Keep an eye on Khalil Shakir, I would say, as a potential waiver wire guy at receiver. Yeah, he um, – what they did was smart. I know everyone in the NFL pegged him to be a slot receiver, so the Bills did not. They want him to be a guy who could back up every position like Gabe Davis did. Oh. So he's uh, – he's, Gabe Davis was the only receiver on the roster as a rookie to, to play all three positions. Good and that's nugget. what they're trying to get done. I need to follow up with that. But the last I had heard, that's what they were doing with him. Uh, what else do we need to know? It's Singletary's their lead back. You know, unfortunately, I, I wish I was wrong with that one, but I'm not. Um, Cook, I was hoping they would get – they're not ready to give Cook to split, make it – have it a total timeshare. Yeah, because Zach Moss, too, kind of reared his head. Yeah, he's there, and he'll grind some carries. And he could be one up their four-minute back. Yeah, closer. Uh, yeah, that's what a closure is, by Cook, the way. Cook looks Cook. good. Four minute yeah, back. I love him. I, he's, I'm a huge fan, but he's a certain type of back. He's not like his brother. Yeah. yeah. He's exactly like his brother, just not as big and strong. No, he's not as strong. Yes. But that's everything else, he looks so much like him. It's eerie. Yep. yep. Even in person too. And even, yeah, just walking around, it's like, Jesus, does it looks like Dalvin, uh, Miami dolphins, you know, we're so down on Gesicki. I'm surprised with the maybe Michelle looked like dog dirt. Okay, that's their right. Yeah. Uh, looking at the season here, 17 games with Edmonds, Mostert, Gaskin, and Savid Ahmed. I mean, like, good luck, guys. Yeah. So Edmonds is their lead back, but this is one of those I don't know what that means in terms of is it 10 carries, 12? I don't see any more than 12 carries a game. Mostert to change up. And that's, yeah, it's, it's, this is, you know, this is a committee to a certain extent. I just don't have, it's hard to predict how many carries for each guy. I mean, most of it's got to be a big factor. What's that? Most of it has got to be a big factor until he gets hurt. Yeah. Uh, I, they babied Edmonds. He didn't have a ton of carries in training camp. He could um, be sneaky. He's, he's a little bit of a value. We do actually, I don't even like him that much and and we haven't priced Neither do I, Johnny. But uh, over the markets, uh, ADP is 80. Our latest cheat sheet, I had him at 64. Mm-hmm. And I don't even really like him that much, but you got to give him the touches. Who? who uh, Chase Edmonds. Yeah, well, no, look, they're, pay- they're paying him to be a starter. He's their lead back. But again, what does that mean? I, I don't know how many carries that'll mean. Well, I'll tell you what I think it means on just average. I think 10 and a half carries a game would mind. I have gotten for 10 to 12 a game. Well, I have him with 10, 10.5 a game right now. Okay. Now, now the problem I don't I just don't know if they're down there. I'm not, I don't have a good feel for it. Right. I do him with 50 catches. I mean, he, that's part right. of his deal. Yeah, I guess. Uh New England. What do you make of the bad vibes? Look, I'm not ex- I guess people are just in covering the team. They're just resigned. Right, we're going to suck this year to I don't see that necessarily. It, it is, well, I'd say this. It, it it is bad. I was there. It was was not good. I just don't know in the end. Um, if they ruin Mac Jones, no. Bill Belichick's too smart for that. Now, did he help him? No. He didn't get a quarterback's coach or an OC that could help him. Bill's going to have to be involved, and this may not be great. It may be a disappointing offense. That's pretty much it. But whenever I feel 
even so much strongly about the Patriots, whatever it is, the opposite tends to happen. <laughs> I mean, that's just what I'm saying here. Okay. So we'll see. Uh, it's still a good O line. You know, the the Twyquan, Tyquan Thornton injury was a buzzkill. Well, you're gonna get I'd be careful. Time. Trent Brown did not have a good training camp. Cole Strange is a rookie. Right. Okay. We don't know if the lights will be too big for him. The, the other they're coached up well. Like they, they have a new old line coach. Yeah, they got uh well Patricia, I think, is ahead. Is yeah, Dante Skarnek is long gone. But yeah, yeah, so Patricia, I think, is overseeing it. I I man, it, it, it is a weird group, but the, their past star group's okay. Aguilar, by the way, sneakily had a very good camp. Yeah, very good. I'm yeah. Told. Uh Parker, the media didn't know it, but Park they're very happy with Parker. The, as one Patriot source told me, haven't had a true ex in decades. Look, I know. I know that it's not sexy, but if the O-line holds up, you're going to be effective on the ground with Damien Harrison Stevenson. You'll have mm-hmm. balance. And I could absolutely see Mac Jones going out there, slinging it downfield, pushing the ball down the field to Parker and Aguilar, and then hitting Hunter Henry, Endor Janu, Endor Kendrick Bourne, you know, in the middle of the field. I mean, this this could still be very, very respectable. I'm with you there. I'm with the latter. I think it could be respectable. Jono is, is healthy. He's, he's, everything's okay with him off the field. They were doing some stuff last year. That's it, man. Yeah. Uh, Damien, Mister Touchdown. That's that's what I call him. He is. Mr. If it doesn't, if it doesn't work out, we're we're gonna blame uh, Judge and Patricia, and we're gonna judge oh, that. Well, Bill it would be his dumb decision, but right. But we yeah. wish him luck. We wish him luck. The fantasy mumbler, uh, Bill Belichick, uh, the Jets. Um, where are you with the Jets? I mean, I haven't heard much about Zach Wilson. I've pretty much written them all. Re- Zach rehab's Wilson. good. Yeah, rehab's good. Um, they're not going to rush it. He has to take majority of the ones next week to start. They haven't ruled it out. I would I would be against it, but we don't know yet. Do have talented receiver, including they're Denzel loaded. Mims, Davis, Elijah yeah. Moore, Wilson. That's pretty good. They like Tyler Conklin. Wouldn't be something because Mims, that, that preseason game, he looked tr- fantastic. He... See, they're running in a West Coast offense. The kind of routes that Mims ran at Baylor don't really transfer to this West Coast scheme. Mm-hmm. But you just saw the talent. My God, he just ran exactly. by. He just ran by everybody. So get him, get him involved. Corey Davis has been a big bust. It's just disappointment. He hasn't done anything. Elijah's our guy. Garrett Wilson's Mr. Body Control. Bar- Barrios is a, is a jackknife. Hall will be their lead back. Now, they have to figure out what the carry distribution will look like early on. I don't know that yet. I mean, Carter could come out, get 15 carries. Yeah, well, I don't know that. I don't know 15 carries, but. In week but, one. I don't know. I, I don't, I need, there's someone I trust, so I need to get uh, a little bit of information. But Conklin, if you're struggling for a tight end late in your draft, man, take, take a fly. Yeah, we were on this so early, and you, your source there said the analytics people loved him, and yeah, he's been uh, really great, yeah, apparently. Yeah, the, the source surprised me with that information because I didn't th- look at this source as a analytics person. So, Well, that is Adam Kaplan there talking to people, doing uh, insider columns on Sunday morning again at fantasypoints.com. Uh, you can profit for sure. So get on the website if you're not. This is it. Big draft weekend. Our cheat sheets have been so ahead of the markets this year. It's ridiculous. I mean, we were 40 spots over the ADP on Damian Pierce literally like eight weeks ago. Nice. Uh, so head nice. on over there. Noise. Noise. Head on over there. Promo code noise. No. Promo code Hansen22. That's H-A-N-S-E-N. We don't talk to the Owens. Hansen22. 
10% off. Mr. C, uh, happy drafting. I will see you in the draft room on uh, Friday morning, September 2nd, in the ACI. That is America's favorite fantasy football league. But great information, sir. Thank you, sir. For Adam Kaplan, I'm John Hanson. There you go. There's 63 minutes of gold, Jerry Gold, the Fantasy Points Podcast. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of the Fantasy Points Podcast. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite platform. And come join the roster at FantasyPoints.com.